Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. And our topic tonight, ADHD and Thanksgiving, attitude adjustment. Before we get into the show, um, some uh, just real quickly, our show tonight is actually being brought to you by Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Um, in celebration of that event, we are um, offering you the opportunity to get uh, two copies of Attention Magazine in a digital format. In order to do that, all you need to do is listen to our show. We will be sharing a secret word a couple times through the show. So all you do is write down that secret word um, and listen to another show to find a second secret word and then email it to us. Uh, our email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. And I'll repeat that, attention at attentiontalkradio.com. What we will do then is we will forward it on to Chad and uh, they will uh, give you a copy of a PDF of the current version of Attention Magazine and then send you a PDF copy of the next issue when it is released. Uh, we are very grateful for uh, Chad's support of our show. Our show tonight is being brought to you by them. We have a quick tip that we're going to run and we'll get into the show. More adults and children are getting diagnosed with ADHD but not all are being treated. Untreated ADHD can lead to emotional and physical complications, including poor self-esteem, accidents or injuries, relationship difficulties, and sleeping problems. To learn about ADHD symptoms and treatments, visit chads.org. Thanks again, Chad, for that uh for that tip and for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. Uh, we encourage our listeners to become members of Chad or donate to them for the simple reason. A strong Chad is a strong ADHD voice. They're the ones that are uh, lobbying on Capitol Hill uh, for the, the ADHD community and working with regulatory agencies so that um, we get very important uh, accommodations and help uh, for those with ADHD to, in order for them to thrive. You can become a member, go to chadd.org, and also you can check out maybe making a contribution for them. So I really kind of encourage that. So uh, with that being said, uh, on to the show. So tonight is actually uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And I really wanted to get on our show and really start to share some uh, what I've learned over the years as an ADHD coach, coaching those with ADHD, and interviewing experts on Attention Talk Radio. And so our title tonight is uh, Attitude Adjustment. And I want to be careful. There was a little bit of a, a play in that because uh, back uh, when I was uh, in high school and college, I used to go home to my parents for Thanksgiving in Virginia. We lived on kind of a little mini farm, and we had a little ritual. We would go out, and we actually raised turkeys, and we would go and take care of the turkeys, give the one to my mother to get started, and then we would come in, and uh, I would go for a run, and we'd have attitude adjustment, which was cocktail hour to get ready for uh, uh, the day's events and the football games that were kind of coming up. But uh, the attitude adjustment I want to really talk to is something that's really, really important, really, for those with ADHD, and that is when you've got ADHD, you don't have a neurotypical brain. Uh, it's really frustrating 
Uh, you get told no a lot, sit still. You get told a lot of what you're doing wrong. You get corrected an awful lot, and that can weigh on you for a long period of time. I've had many, many people with ADHD coming to me really at wit's end. Uh, their self-esteem is shot. They don't really have confidence. And uh, over a long period of time, all they really seem to do is really kind of focus in on the negative, which is easy to do when it's being pointed out to you left and right. I think it's really, really important to understand that and realize that you cannot treat ADHD through the lens of blame and shame or the negativity of it. Some people find uh, a little bit of satisfaction in, if you will, to, I guess, play the victim or go to the negativity because it takes the pressure off. The outcome is certain. If you, if you say you're going to fail in advance, then you're going to fail. And uh, there's a little bit of solace in that. But I don't know anybody that I have coached that really living a fulfilling life with that attitude or mindset. With that being said, I've done some shows in the past, and if you really notice, a lot of our shows really end up uh, with the notion of mindset, which is how your mind is set up to think. Those with ADHD, we always like tip tricks and strategies, things that really can solve our problem, and they're helpful sometimes. But as a coach, I will tell you without a doubt of people with ADHD, 85 probably percent of my success has been working with people to help set their mind up differently and pay attention to things a little bit differently. And um, in that is a little bit of paying attention to what works, not necessarily what doesn't work. We've had lots of shows um, outlined obvious solutions that are not so obvious, uh, talking about um, how uh, your organizational your disorganization, there's actually order within it. It just doesn't look maybe like what you think it should. Or one of my favorite shows years ago with uh, Casey Patey was Ugly Organizational Systems, and we really kind of outlined that most people associate organization with pretty, uh, going to a grocery store or store, everything's on shelves and rows and labeled. But uh, our definition was is if you can put your hands on it, I don't care what it looks like, um, it's organized because after all, that's what organization is really all about. And I emphasize that with people we really pay attention to. That's the definition. All of a sudden, those with ADHD that have a lot of clutter but know where everything is, it really, really changes. And when we start to pay attention to that it actually is a system, we can dress it up and just make it look like it's supposed to be there. So anyway, kind of droning on a little bit about the, the idea of uh, the negativity around here and the idea of setting your mind up to, uh, to solve ADHD problems and pay attention to them a little differently. So what I want to do now is share um, – an experience. Uh, I've had the good pleasure of interviewing Greg Creech of the Toto Institute a couple times, and um, he does a lot of studying of Japanese psychology. I don't study it myself. Uh, I just listen to people, and you know, sometimes I hear something. I, I'm not even so sure if it's true or not true. It really doesn't matter sometimes because it really makes a lot of sense. It's a great lens for those with ADHD to kind of look through. And uh, in talking to him, he talked about Japanese psychology, the notion of practicing gratitude. Let's stop for a second. Practicing gratitude. We practice sports. We practice things. And what he described to me was that in life, problems abound. And the thing about a problem is when you have a problem, typically you need to deal with it in that moment. So, for example, if you're headed to work or headed somewhere and you have a flat tire, that's a problem, and you probably need to deal with it. And you have to deal with it in that moment. But when something good happens and really celebrating is in order or pausing and really being grateful, you don't really have to do it that second. It's easy to put that off and say, ah, I'll just do that for another time. The problem is that problems abound. 
They're all in our world. They actually begin to crowd out um, our life sometimes, and we spend more time focusing in on the problems, and we begin to notice them a lot more, hence the beginning of this conversation. When people are pointing out what you do wrong all the time and not what you do right, it can become very, very negative. And the notion of Japanese psychology is you actually have to practice gratitude or practice thankfulness. Again, hence, tomorrow is Thanksgiving here, and we're going to tee this thing up, and the idea really is uh, you actually have to schedule time. You've got to put it on the calendar in order to go and practice it and squeeze it in. So I want to pause here for a second because I want to talk about this a little bit more, but I want to kind of go to a break because this is a good stopping off point. So again, we're here today on the eve of Thanksgiving talking about tomorrow, talking about ADHD being very much a challenge. And the notion of problems and negativity abound our world and that idea around Japanese psychology is that you have to actually stop and practice gratitude or tomorrow's case, Thanksgiving. So uh, I'm going to go to break real quickly. Our uh, secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. Again, our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk Radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by DigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. We're having a conversation about ADHD and Thanksgiving. Uh, Really, we're talking about attitude adjustment. Before the break, we were talking about ADHD, the challenges, the conditions, the negativity associated with it. And we started having a conversation about Japanese psychology and the realization is that problems and negativity abound and that one needs to practice Thanksgiving, one needs to practice gratefulness. And I say practice, I say it's an attention exercise, like a sports exercise where you're trying to develop a skill over a long period of time. You actually have to practice it over and over and over. One of the things that I've learned with people with ADC is if you're going to sit there and be grateful for something, I'll say, hey, why don't you make a gratitude journal? Can you name 10 things that you're grateful for? 
and they might say life, but they, they stop relatively quickly. Um, same thing as if you say, can you make a list of everything that you're doing right in a day? Um, some of them are hard pressed to get two or three things on a paper when the reality of it is you do, you do a ton of stuff during the day. I want to talk about the day so much, but really in gratitude, it could be as simple as I was really grateful when I woke up and bit into that really juicy peach that was really um, um, in season, or I was grateful for that text from a friend who acknowledged me, or I was grateful when a person acknowledged me when I called them when they were down. These are little things that are all a part of our world, but we never stop and think, wow, that peach really tastes good. I'm really grateful for that experience and really reflect in on it. For some of you, you might think that this is a little bit of a trivial thing to talk talking about. I'm grateful for a peach or like an acknowledgement. But we go back to the beginning of the show. Those with ADHD, your your mind is taught to pay attention to everything that you don't do or everything that's not good in your life. And even in those moments to stop and to notice those things can be very, very powerful. Did an interview with um, Lydia Zalewski, who uh, when I first did an interview with her, she was at UCLA. Uh, very much a, a thought leader in the world of mindfulness, and it was interesting because we really talked about that notion of uh, the shifting of attention. Um, we talk about meditation and mindfulness on the show to kind of pause and notice your thoughts and kind of let them go. But there's a second thing, and that's the shift of attitude, which is what we're talking about today. We're trying to shift your mindset away from looking at the negativity and begin to look at the at the positivity or the celebration or the gratitude or what what happens uh, what's good in your day. Again, I want to circle back to you. This is this is one of those things that's hopefully this is really starting to make a little bit of sense to you. But I want you to know that a change of mindset does not happen overnight. It actually takes a long period of time, several years in some situations, because in a mindset is how your mind is set up to think and. Um, Really, to change the way you look at it over a period of time takes practice. We're going back to the practice of gratitude. As an aside, we've done lots of shows that we know for a fact from scientific evidence that if you change what you pay attention to over a period of time, that the physical brain changes as a result of that. It's fascinating when you think about literally if you pay attention to something over a long period of time, your physical brain begins to change. We do that. We have brain scans. We can, we can measure that. Goes back to that notion of ADHD and gratitude as being a practice that you sit down and you do on a regular basis, knowing that you're going to have to practice to build a skill over a long period of time to change the way you look at it, to look at a more positive outlook, um, and to begin to look at what you can do as opposed to what you can't do. Again, uh, I want to go for a break here in a second, but we're on the eve of Thanksgiving. We're building up because we'd like to use tomorrow and or if you're listening to this at some other time after this to come back to it because you can really pick any day and have Thanksgiving at any meal that you have or any time during the day. Again, our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving, um, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, 
TimeTimer's bright red disc disappears. Visit TimeTimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to our show, The Eve of Thanksgiving. My hope today is that we are laying some things out that really make a lot of sense and understand the why behind things that we do. In this case, we are dealing with shifting your attitude to shift your mindset and at the same time begin to adjust or begin to help you self-regulate your emotions. Yes, ADHD is an issue of self-regulation. You've got to regulate your attention and you've got to regulate your emotions. Earlier in the show, we started talking about how everybody is pointing out the negativity and everything that you're doing wrong, which actually gets a little bit emotional. Over a long period of time, if you begin to pay attention to what's happening that you do right, or if you pay attention to the positive things in your life, it can help you downregulate an emotion. I owe so much of any success I've had coaching to Dr. Russell Barkley, and I will tell you when people come to me first, the first thing we do is I help them understand what ADHD is as a self-regulation issue with a working memory deficit. Then I help them witness what they always pay attention to and the systems that they do that work for them. Again, maybe your system is you have an ugly organizational system or uh, maybe you hyper-focus on solving problems or affirmation or whatever. Once they begin to see things that always work, I shift to the emotional side. And the reason I do that is because if I worked on them down-regulating their emotion at first and we don't know what works, we'll down-regulate and we'll shift the attention to go forward and it won't work and it creates more of emotion. If I can help them witness what works for them all the time, then we can go back to the emotional side. We can down-regulate and implement what we know that works on the attention side. So, again, we're going back to this notion of emotion. That's a big area that we're working on right now to help people begin to understand what this is really kind of all about. So the crux to the issue, the big the, – the, the, the elephant in the room is um, – we've I've talked about this on a show with um, – Oh, his name slips my mind right now. Uh, Brett Thornhill, uh, who's a coach up in uh, um, Canada, he has this concept called meds, meditation, exercise, diet, and sleep. And we know for a fact that uh, meditation helps those with ADHD, exercise helps, diet, and sleep. But what all those have in common is uh, they're relatively boring to do. And they require a level of self-regulation to override the issue that's at heart, and that is self-regulation. Um, it's a bit of a challenge. It's nothing that I like to do is have people just use willpower to overcome willpower. But needless to say, I want you to understand is that the practicing of gratitude is – it's an exercise, and you have to sit down. you got to make time, so it takes a little bit of oomph in order to make this happen. I've done an interview 
uh, with many experts on this, and almost everybody agrees that uh, meditation or mindfulness helps those with ADHD. Almost everybody agrees it's more of a challenge for those with ADHD uh, to be mindful and to meditate. It's also more challenging, if you will, for them to pause and actually give Thanksgiving to actually uh, be grateful. Part of this is a little bit of just the self-regulation to pause and to do that for a period of time over and over and over again. But I also find that working memory becomes a bit of a challenge because when you reflect back on your day, like what am I grateful for, often there's a blank. It's like writer's block or watching Winnie the Pooh go think, 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 think. The more you see him think, the more pressure you have, the less it is. And so just acknowledge the challenge of where it is, and that is is that you need self-regulation in order to do this, and sometimes working memory is a bit of a challenge. But needless to say, we still can persevere. One of the things that I've learned, and I've had um, – I do lots of presentations on this at various conferences, and I've done shows on it, is that I've learned over the years that exercise is a repetitive and boring routine task. I've been an athlete most of my life, uh, swimming up to four hours a day for 11 years, and uh, even today I've learned that I can swim on occasion by myself, but in general, I need brain stimulation that helps me. Um, and what I found is most exercise uh, is social. Uh, if it's not social, you're watching TV, you're reading a book, you're listening to a podcast, you're in a gym, uh, checking out other people and doing some people watching. And so I said, you've got to use something that you can pay attention to to get around something that you struggle with, which brings us right back to it's Thanksgiving Eve. Um, I've, all, I've always thought that it would be really cool if we could have a meditation class or a gratefulness class or a Thanksgiving class. Um, out on the internet where people come because you exercise, you go to the gym, and there's yoga class, or there's Zumba class, or you're doing these things together in community and stuff like that. And it always makes it easier for those with ADHD um, because there's something else that's going on. Again, um, you go and uh, there's a social group where you're running, and exercise is a byproduct of that. And so, again, to motivate you in this whole thing is that tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It's a great opportunity for family and friends and people to come together and actually spend some time maybe in a room where people start talking about what they're thankful for in that day, that morning, last week, last month, this year, your lifetime, um, really spend some time talking about it and verbalizing it. We've learned from Dr. Barkley is that those with ADHD have a taxed working memory and their nonverbal working memory sometimes not to talk is not to think. So actually having these conversations helps you come up with these types of things. You're actually in community and these, this type of stuff, and you'll actually help to bring this stuff out. Again, the catalyst is used tomorrow, Thanksgiving, to begin to practice this, and then we'll then begin to think about ways where you can do this with a partner or your family on an ongoing basis to systematize it again, to shift your mindset, to pay attention to what you're grateful for. And then as in the second size, once you get that, then you can begin to think about kind of what you're doing right as a result of it. Um, again, this is, uh, this is a bit of an exercise uh, for you to do. Um, and it can be a bit of a challenge, but it is something that, uh, is, is, is worthwhile and worth kind of taking care of. Um, if I can pause for a second, I had another point in my mind, but my working memory is a bit of a challenge. Um, let's see, where was I? Just a real, a, a kind of a recap. Uh, you can't treat ADHD through blame and shame. You can't, you can't find out what works if you focus on everything that's really kind of going wrong. Um, those with ADHD are actually really efficient. So I employ you is that, is that uh, you should begin to stop and shift your mindset um, to practice gratefulness, to practice thanksgiving, 
um, to do it in community, um, to begin to write some things down and to do this on an ongoing basis. Oh, I remember a story. I was a high adventure scoutmaster uh, for many years when my uh, older son was going through scouts, and uh, we went to Sea Base, which is one of the um, high holy lands of scout in the Florida Keys, and we sailed on a 87-foot sailboat. There's three adult leaders and 17 kids. Uh, for a week, and what was interesting is uh, every day in the evening we did um, thorns and roses, which every kid walked around and they said what was a, a thorn of their day, what was a rose, meaning what was something that was a challenge for you that day, and it could be never directed at a person or an individual. It was just maybe a something that happened that was uncomfortable. A rose identifying that thing that really kind of made your day, and then the rose petal. That was an anticipation of what you were looking forward to the next day, and it was profound. Um, again, it's a small exercise that I really found that we were coming in and being grateful for our day and projecting on the next. And it was fascinating what the kids were coming up with, and it was absolutely amazing to me how the mood of the room would change. And we did it every single night as a means to practice, and the kids were encouraged to go do that when they left. Um, if you're a fan of Attention Talk Radio, you'll know I brought a lot of Boy Scout stuff into it, and that's one illustration of of really what I've been talking about all the way um, through this this um, the show. So let's bring it all together in summary. The issue is is it's convenient for society if those with ADHD do it their way. As a result. It's challenging for people with ADHD to do it like the neurotypicals, and so the neurotypicals are quick to point out what you're not doing that's inconvenient for them. Over a long period of time, that starts to get to you a little bit, and you start to dwell on that, and you go to shame and blame, which you cannot manage ADHD through. So what do you do about it? The idea is you begin to stop and make time in your day to practice the art of Thanksgiving gratitude and begin to recognize what you do right in a day. Like I did make this appointment on Don. I did get my kids to carpool. I did get my exercise in today and be grateful for those moments. Realize is you have to schedule the time for this on a regular basis because you actually have to practice it because the problems and the other stuff will crowd it out over a long period of time. This exercise that you're doing needs to be done over a long period of time to change your mindset. At first you will say, I'm grateful for that, uh, that peach that I bit into, and you're going to say the words, but you're not going to feel it at first. You're going to have to do this for a long period of time, and as you do it for a long period of time, at one point in time, it happened for me over my own journey on this is that I was actually really grateful for that peach. I did a show with Ari Tuckman around the aha moment. Um, like what, what changes it from your saying the words to you actually own it, and it's a, there's an emotional relationship around that. So you're doing this over a long period of time to change your mindset, to shift it a little bit so that you begin to pay attention to what you do right. All of this is in the spirit of beginning to downregulate your emotions so that you can begin to see what you're actually doing right, be grateful and thoughtful, and manage yourself to that. All this stuff is wrapped around the, what I've learned over the years from interviewing Dr. Russell Barkley. We're downregulating emotions. This is really an attention exercise to do this. My suggestion to you is this is difficult. Use tomorrow. Use a community. Find a, a Thanksgiving partner, a grateful partner, and begin to do this socially as best you can. Um, and even if you can sit and do it yourself, if you are a religious person, you can pray to God or a higher being or Buddha or whoever it is um, 
and have that conversation on a regular basis. If you do this over a long period of time um, and you're really intentful about it, I can guarantee you that it will help you. It will help your ADD and help you lead a more fulfilling life. So with that, on the eve of um, Thanksgiving, I will tell you, I am so grateful for uh, the opportunity to run this podcast. We've been doing it over for 10 years. I think we've got a million and a half or two million downloads, depending on what number I'm looking at. Uh, I get uh, emails um, and at conferences, people have said that they've been grateful for the content that we've delivered with some of the experts. Tonight is really sharing with you what I've learned um, as a coach and interviewing the experts, which, by the way, Attention Talk Radio was born out of my inability to write. And I'm really grateful for this opportunity because I've gotten an education that I absolutely never dreamed of that has helped me help hundreds, if not thousands of people. So uh, on this eve of Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for you, our audience. I'm grateful for all of the advertisers that make this possible. I'm grateful for um, all the guests that come on and all the things that they share. And I'm grateful for um, the fact that uh, we've been able to impact uh, you, those that are in need, and help you lead a more fulfilling life. So with that, I wish you a great Thanksgiving or a great tomorrow if you're listening to this at some point in time in the future. You don't have to actually on Thanksgiving, you can find something and just kind of get started. So with that, our secret word tonight is Thanksgiving. And with that, uh, we'll pull the show to a close. Thank you for joining us. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.